So how easy is it to become a Bainini, right? We've been saying you have to control yourself, self-discipline, um, you have to have the right ideas, mindfulness. And you must be wondering, as I'm wondering, really, is it that simple? You one day wake up and start disciplining yourself and everything works. And chapter 17, part two is really a reality check. He says, listen, for those of us who don't control our hearts, who our hearts often control us, as the sages say that Rishaim, and a Rasha is often translated as an evil person, but it's not. It's people who fail, fail people who make mistakes, people who do sins. Rishus Liban. They are controlled by their heart. Until the person does not break out of that pattern, they will not become a, a Bainani. It's almost like a punishment, he says. Once we allow our heart to con- to have a strong voice by us, our impulse, the punishment is that the impulse literally becomes our controller. The more you feed the monster, the more the monster actually controls you. And the only way to start serving Hashem is by making a cut, by saying, Genug in Yiddish, enough. I'm going to start serving Hashem. I'm going to look at the past, at the mistakes that I made. I'm going to see how the mistakes I made caused an interference in my relationship to Hashem. Obviously, my relationship to Hashem is never broken, but there can be an interference. There could be a a covering. There could be something that's not allowing the signal to be great. And that is for me to do tshuva. Tshuva, repentance, return, is two parts. Regret of the past and acceptance for the future, to do better. And for a person to realize like that when I made a mistake, when I sinned, I took God with me. Because Hashem goes wherever I go. My soul goes wherever I go. And when I was giving into my impulse, when I was losing control of myself, my soul went with me into that place. And until a person does not feel the regret for that and make that click that says, enough, I can't live like this anymore. Until a person doesn't do that, then they won't be able to become a Bainani. They always, when we grew up, we always heard the muscle, we heard the analogy of what repentance is. They gave the example of a person who wanted to go boating on a lake, on an ocean. And people say, don't, 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 it's a terrible time, high tide, don't go now. He doesn't listen, he gets on the boat, and the boat capsizes, and he starts drowning, and he's too far in for people to save. And he's, his hands are flating, and you know, like flailing all over the place. That's tshuva. At that moment when you realize, gosh, what an idiot. Now, obviously, that's an extreme example, but what's the point? The point is that tshuva is when it hits you. You suddenly decide one day, what have I done to myself? How low have I fallen? This is the person I am? This is the person I've become? This is the behaviors I've done? Whether it is... Why am I so dishonest? Why am I such a gossiper? Why have I lowered my standards? Whatever each one of us struggles with, 
The only way we could ever transform from that into a Bainani is by first acknowledging where I'm at, what I've done, and the incredibly painful ramifications. And then we could do tshuva.